good morning, Idaho. I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Welcome to the local Yokel Idaho podcast, where we talk about what is going on in the wonderful state of Idaho. Good morning. Hope you're doing all right. Thank you for the support that you guys have given me. I've had a couple people reach out with some constructive criticism and some different stuff. I mean, it's just been wonderful to hear your guys' feedback about what you like about the show and what you don't like about the show. It has helped a ton with the production of it over the last couple weeks here. Um, but into more small talk, I know the weather has changed drastically. I was like, oh, cool, it dropped. And then now I've been, you know, going out on walks and stuff, and it is cold in the morning. My goodness. I mean, for some of you that are probably more further up north, you're like, my goodness, it's already been cold outdoors. But here, here in the valley, um, it went from like a high of 70 down to 50, and it has just been kind of crazy. And with that, I was kind of curious, so I looked up the weather report, and like for the McCall Cascade area, you guys are like looking for snow next week. I feel like that's crazy, because like I just drove, I think like earlier this month, or maybe the middle of this month. I went and drove up towards like Lewiston and Moscow area for a little bit of a vacationary trip and it was nice. It was still nice. And now you guys are like expecting snow, like a 50% chance. I think I'm a call last time I checked Wednesday. It's just crazy how quickly Idaho weather changes when it wants to change. But with any further ado, let's get into the uh, rest of the podcast and just hit it here. day today we have holidays interesting events for the week as for today monday the 31st today is halloween which most of you know caramel apple day and magic day they all kind of go into one thing there in history in 1517 martin luther nailed his 95 theses to the door of the castle church in wittenberg in 1918 the spanish flu killed 21,000 people in the u.s in a single week in 2011, the world population hit 7 billion people, according to the United Nations. As for birthday, Peter Jackson's birthday is today. He will be turning 60. And as for death, Sean Connery died today in 2020. Tuesday. Tuesday is National Authors Day, Brush Day, in the sense of brushing your teeth, Cinnamon Day, and Family Literacy Day. In history, in 1814, Congress of Vienna opened to redraw the European political maps after France was defeated in the Napoleonic War. In 1940, Robert Oppenheimer married biologist Catherine. In 1954, John Wayne married actress Pillar. In 1997, Titanic premiered at the Tokyo International Film Festival. As for major birthdays, not any uh, on my radar there. And as for deaths, Walter Payton, 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 there we go, died Tuesday in 1999. Wednesday, Wednesday is National Devil's Egg Day. As for in history, in 1936, at 3 p.m., the BBC began the world's first regular high-definition TV broadcasting service. In 1949, the Netherlands was recognized recognized its former colony of Indonesia as a sovereign state. 
1966, the Cuban Adjustment Act came into force. As for birthdays, Wednesday was the 29th U.S. President Warner G. Harding's birthday, Burrett Lancaster, and Ken Roswell's birthday. As for deaths, no major ones. Thursday. Thursday is National Housewife's Day, Sandwich Day, and Men Make Dinner Day. Kind of all goes into one thing there. For all the housewives out there, the man can make the dinner, be it with his uh, pocketbook or maybe with his hands. Who knows, maybe have some sandwiches for dinner. I don't know. As for history, in 1944, Jerry Lewis married Pata. In 1990, the reunification of East and West Germany happened. As for birthdays, Thursday is Tommy Lee's 60th birthday. As for deaths, no major ones. Friday, Friday is National Candy Day. Kind of a couple days there after Halloween. Can't put it right on Halloween, but kind of close in relation. As for in history, in 1841, the first wagon train arrived in California. In 1862, American inventor Richard Jordan Gatling patented the hand crank Gatling gun, and forever things were changed. <laughs> in 1842, Abraham Lincoln married Todd. In 1922, Howard Carter discovered the intact tomb of Pharaoh, forgive me, it's an Egyptian name, Tutankhamun. Maybe I got that right. It's, it's a big word. T-U-T-A-N-K-H-A-M-U-N in Egypt. In 2001, the first Harry Potter film came out. And in 2008, Barack Obama became the first African-American to be elected president. As for birthdays, this Friday is Matthew McConaughey's birthday. He will be turning 52. And as for deaths, Spark Anderson died Wednesday in 2010. Saturday. Saturday is National Donut Day, Bison Day, and Play Outside Day. Interesting kind of mix there, but at least you get an excuse to go get a donut and maybe look at some bison photos outside. I don't, I, I, I really don't know, but it is kind of a funny one. At least you get an excuse for some donuts. As for history, in 1492, Christopher Columbus learned how to grow and harvest corn. In 1935, 1935, there we go, Parker Brothers launched the board game Monopoly. In 1937, Adolf Hitler informed his military leaders in a secret meeting that his intentions were to go to war. In 1956, Britain and France landed airborne forces at Egyptian ports, adding to the Suez Crisis. Also in 1956, Nat King Cole's show debuted on NBC. And lastly, in 1977, future 43rd U.S. President George W. Bush married Laura Welch. As for birthday, Saturday is Tilda Winton's 61st birthday. No major deaths. Lastly, we come to Sunday. Sunday is National Nacho Day, Saxophone Day, and Daylight Saving Time ends. As for in history, in 1860, Abraham Lincoln of Illinois was elected the 60th president in the United States of America. And in 1917, the Bolshevik Re Re Revolution began in Russia. As for birthday, Sunday is Emma Watson's 33rd birthday and Walter Johnson's birthday, or was Walter Johnson's birthday. He is no more, sadly. As for deaths, Jen Tierney died Sunday in 1991.
I'm going to read the timestamp for each town, that way you can jump to whichever town you're interested in, thus saving you time. First off, we have Boise at 10 minutes, Meridian at 12 minutes, 42 seconds, Nampa at 13 minutes, 35 seconds, Caldwell at 14 minutes, 16 seconds, Eagle at 15 minutes, 37 seconds, Cuna at 16 minutes, 48 seconds, Emmett at 17 minutes, 19 seconds, Twin Falls at 17 minutes, 58 seconds, Pocatello at 18 minutes, 50 seconds, Idaho Falls at 21 minutes, 35 seconds, Rexburg at 22 minutes, 27 minutes, McCall at 23 minutes, 11 seconds, Cascade at 24 minutes, 41 seconds, Lewiston at 24 minutes, 41 seconds, Moscow at 25 minutes, 5 seconds, Coeur d'Alene at 25 minutes, 42 seconds, and Post Falls at 26 minutes and 4 seconds. As for city events, Tuesday there is a city council meeting and work session. The work session starts at 3.30 at the Boise City Hall. The city council meeting on the other hand starts at 6 p.m. and is also at the city uh, Boise City Hall. As for Wednesday, there is a art and history commission meeting. It starts at 3 p.m. at the Boise City Hall. Wednesday there is a open space and clean water advisory committee at 4 p.m. at the Boise Depot. Wednesday, there is a Public Works Commission meeting at 4 p.m. at City Hall. And lastly, Wednesday, there is a Boise District Commission meeting at 7 p.m. at City Hall. Thursday, the next day, there is a Zoning Code Rewrite Committee conversation meeting at 6 p.m. at Capitol High School. And then next Monday, September 7th, there is a Planning and Zoning Commission meeting starting at 5 p.m. So you've got one thing Tuesday, one, two, three, four things on Wednesday, one thing Thursday, and then something coming up next Monday. As for performances coming up Thursday, there is a Idaho Fine Arts performance from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Jackson's Urban Meeting Place. For more information, check out the link in the description. Friday, the Golden Eagle Audubon Society is going out for a bird hearing walk. It's kind of like bird watching, but in the sense you're kind of listening for the birds and trying to identify them based on their calls. I mean, if you see them, that's not a bad thing. Um, it is from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Barbara Park. Saturday, the Morrison Center has Mozart in Motion performing. It is from 2 to 7 p.m. for ticket prices. Check out the link below. Next Tuesday, November 8th, there is an all-campus band performance at the Morrison Center. It starts at 7.30, and it is free for all Boise State facility staff and students. For those of us that are not, it is $13.25 a ticket. Lastly, Reza Asla. I'm going to try that one more time here. 
Reza, Reza Aslan, Aslan and Rain Wilson will be performing at the Morrison Center next Wednesday, the 9th. The event starts at 8 p.m. and tickets range from 39 to 79. As for in other things, Saturday, the Boise Bicycle Project is having a Mechanics Volunteer Day. It is from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. They will be teaching bike mechanic skills to new mechanics. And then the next day, Sunday, there is an open house and tour at the Boise Depot. It is from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Boise Depot. Guided tours are available from 12 to 1.30 p.m. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Boise City website or check out the links in the description. As for Meridian, there is nothing on the city side of things, but there is one fun thing going on. Tuesday, there is a Meridian after-school hangout from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the Meridian Library building. It is time for students between the grades of 6th and 12th to hang out. There will be snacks, free Wi-Fi, and games to play. As in other things, Wednesday, there is a Be Smart gun safety class. It is from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Meridian Library. Thursday, there is an Albertsons Turkey Roundup from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Albertsons stores around the Treasure Valley. Saturday, there is a Halapalooza from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Meridian Senior Center. It is a family-friendly shopping event for the holidays. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Meridian City website or check out the links in the description below. Nampa. As for city things, next Monday, so there's nothing this week, but next Monday, November 7th, there is a city council meeting from 5.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. I assume it's at City Hall, but they don't say. As for fun stuff, there's one fun thing coming up. Friday and Saturday, there is a craft and chocolate affair bazaar. It is at the Nampa Civic Center from 4, 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Friday, and Saturday, it is from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The event is free and open to the public. If I didn't say it before, it's open Friday and Saturday, but two different times. You can go back and listen um, to what I stated for time frames for that. For more information about anything talked about above, go to the Napa City website or check out the links in the description below. Caldwell. As for city things, Tuesday there is a city council workshop and meeting. The workshop starts at 5 p.m. at the Caldwell Police Department. And the meeting is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. and is also at the Caldwell Police Department. Then Wednesday, the next day, there is a Mayor's Youth Advisory Council meeting. It is from 5.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. at the Caldwell Police Department. Couple things coming up for fun stuff. Saturday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. there is a roller derby at the O'Connor Fieldhouse. You'll need to purchase tickets for that event if you want to go. Saturday, there is a 4-H International Archery Shoot, or not International, Invitational Archery Shoot event. The event is open to the public. For more information, check out the link that I will have down below. Uh, as in other things, Sunday is a day of prayer and fasting for gratitude in Idaho. Quote, a call on the good people of Idaho and all communities to regard November 6, 2002 as a day of prayer and fasting for gratitude to thank God for refreshing and soaking rain and the snowpack that fell upon the fields and the mountains that invigorate our ag community. For more information, you can check out the link below in the description. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Coldwell City website or check out the links that I will provide below. In Eagle, there are a couple city events here. Tuesday, there is an Eagle Urban Renewal Agency meeting starting at 6 p.m. at the Council Chambers. Then also Tuesday, there is a town hall meeting at 6 p.m. at the community hall. So you kind of have a couple things there at the same time. So I guess take a pick of which one you're going to do. 
Wednesday, there is a Coffee with the Mayor meeting. It is from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the Community Hall. Next Monday, November 7th, there is a Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. It starts at 6 p.m. at the Council Chambers. Also next Monday, November 7th, there is a public hearing at 6 p.m. at the Council Chambers. It is about the Raining Horse subdivision. For performances, Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., there is live music at the Baguette's French Restaurant. The music will be played by Justin and Jay. As in other things, this th Wednesday, there is a public speaking event called Eagle Toastmaster. It is from 7.45 a.m. to 9 a.m. on a Zoom call. There should be a link in the description for more details about that. As I just said, for more information about any things I talked about above, go to the Eagle City website or check out the links in the description. CUNA asks for city things. Tuesday, there is a CUNA City Council meeting at 6 p.m. at CUNA City Hall. Wednesday, there is a CUNA Urban Renewal Agency meeting at 6 p.m. at the City Hall. And then Friday, there's a CUNA Chamber of Commerce Coffee and Conversation meeting. It will be from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. and there it will be available virtually. I will have links in the description down below for that. For more information about anything talked about above, go to the CUNA City website or check out the links in the description below. Emmett. Emmett, there is nothing this week, but next week, Monday, November 7th, there is a zoning commission hearing from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. I assume it will be at City Hall, but they don't state the location it's going to be at. Um, as for other things, Friday and Saturday, there is a Kicking Cowgirls 2002 Christmas Bazaar. It is at the Gem County Fairgrounds. Um, Friday, it will be from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And Saturday, it will be from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information, you can check out the link below. And as I just said, for more information about anything I talked about above, go to the Emmett City website or check out the links in the description below. For Twin Falls, we just have city events. Nothing uh, fun, sadly, that I could find out there that kind of caught the general stuff. Maybe check out the uh, library. But as for city things, we've got a couple. There's a city council meeting today. It is from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. As for the location, they do not state. And for none of these things they state, I'm gonna keep shaming Twin Falls for this. You should state it on your calendar. Uh, Tuesday, there is an airport advisory board meeting from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Tuesday, there is a public art commission meeting from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And Thursday, there is a SLFRF committee meeting from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then next Monday, November 7th, there is a historical preservation commission meeting from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. For more information about anything talked about above, go to the Twin Falls City website or check out the links in the description. Pocatello, my goodness, you guys have a ton of stuff. This is probably going to be the largest one out of all the, the cities I'm going to be covering today. So let's get into it. We've got a bunch of things for city. We've got a bunch of fun stuff um, to look at as well. So hang on here. We'll get through it all. Hopefully I won't make too many mistakes. As for city, Tuesday, there is a site planning review meeting from 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. at 911 North 7th Avenue. Also Tuesday, there is a Pocatello Arts Council meeting from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Council Chambers. And the next day, Wednesday, there is a Child Care Advisory Committee meeting from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. at 911 North 7th Avenue. And also Wednesday, there is a Historical Preservation Commission meeting from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Council Chambers. And the next day, Thursday, there is a City Council Clarification Meeting from 5.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the City Council Chambers. And then also Thursday, there is a City Council Meeting from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Council Chambers. That closes out all the City stuff. 
Moving on into some fun stuff. Tuesday, there is a glass class from 6.30 to 8 p.m. at the Idaho Museum of Natural History. It is pitched as a date night. The cost is $45. Tuesday, there is a behind-the-scenes food preparation course. They will be going through ways to prepare food. It is from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Idaho Museum of Natural History. Then Saturday, there is a broken clays trap shooting event from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. It is at 9999, so four nines, West 2, Half Mile Road. If you're interested in going, check out the link below for prices and more info. Then Thursday and Friday, the movie Bullet Train will be airing at the Bengal Theater, and it will be free for ISU students. Thursday and Friday, it is airing from 7 to 9 p.m. Saturday, there is a harvest dance at ISU. It will be from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Diversity Resource Center. It's for students and is free for them as well. Also Saturday, there is another dance. There is a dance swing dance lessons at 615 South 1st Avenue from 8.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. It will be $5 a person. Then moving on into other stuff, Thursday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., there is a lecture on powwow dancers and of the Wind River. It is at the Idaho Museum of Natural History. For more information about all the cool and fun stuff that I talked about above, you can go to the Pocatello City website or check out the links in the description that I will provide for the events that I talked about. Idaho Falls, we've got one thing this week and one next week, Tuesday. There is an Idaho Falls Downtown Development Corporation board meeting. It is from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the Willards Art Center. Then next Monday, November 7th, there is a city council work session. It is from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the city council chambers. As for performances, we've got one here. From Wednesday to Saturday, there is a play happening at the Eagle Rock Middle School. It is the Newsers Junior Play. It starts from 7 p.m. on... It starts at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Saturday, it starts at two times, one at 2 p.m. and one at 7 p.m. Admission is $7 for adults and $5 for students and children. For more information about any of the things I talked about above, go to the Idaho Falls City website or check out the links in the description below. Hey, it's Rexburg. You guys actually had some stuff that I could put up here. You are on my list. I am checking for stuff, but you I just don't often see stuff, and sadly, I don't live close enough. But if you guys find anything, do send it to me. I am definitely trying to um, try to find stuff about other towns and stuff out, but sometimes the best thing is just local people. So if there's something about Rexburg you guys want to add up on here, just put it up or email it to me, and I will uh, verify it and put it up here. But we do have one performance, no city stuff that I could find. Friday, there is an art stroll event. It is from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. There will be different performances and art shows all across downtown Rexburg. So you might want to check that out. For more information about the one thing I talked about above, you can go to the Rexburg City website to check that out. Moving on to McCall, there is an art advisory committee at 5.30 p.m. at the Legion Hall. Tuesday, there is a planning and zoning commission meeting at 4.30 p.m. at the Legion Hall. Also Tuesday, there is a tree advisory committee at 7 p.m. at somewhere. The location doesn't have an address, so I'm just going to provide a Google Maps link below. You can pull that up. Uh, just It's more accurate, the longitude and latitude for what they provided. And then Thursday, there is an airport advisory committee meeting. It starts at 12 p.m. at the Legion Hall. And then also Thursday, there is a city council meeting at 5.30 p.m. at Legion Hall. 
As for performances, this Saturday there is an art reception at Gallery 55. There will be works from Richard Summers and 20 other regional artists. It is from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. at Gallery 55 building. For more information about any things I talked about above, go to the McCall City website or check out the links in the description below. Cascade. There is a couple fun things happening this Friday in Cascade. There is a swing dance class from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. It is free for all ages to attend. It will be happening at the Valley Club building. It will be on country and line dancing. If you have any questions, call Steve at 208-861-8486. Friday, there is a bingo game. So same Friday, two things, both for different age groups there. Friday, there is a bingo game at the Senior Center this Friday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. For more information about the stuff I talked about above, you can go to the Cascade City website or check out the links in the description below. Lewiston. Nothing this week, but next Monday, November 7th, there is a City Council work session from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Bell Building. For fun, there this Friday, there is a coffee and books at the Lewiston Library from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. For more information about anything talked about above, go to the Lewiston City website or check out the links in the description below. Moscow, we have one performance. Friday, there is a musical called A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. It is from 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. at the Viola Community Center. Prices for the tickets range from $10 to $14. There will be a link in the description. This is not actually in Moscow, but it's really close to you guys. I checked on Google Maps from Moscow uh, to Viola. It's... Um, I think like 10, 15 minutes or something, maybe even less. I might be overestimating it. But it looks like something very interesting to go check out. For more information about any things I just talked about above, you can go to the Moscow City website or check out the links I have below. Quarter Lane, we just got two city things here. Tuesday, there is a city council meeting at 6 p.m. at the library community room. And then next Monday, November 7th, there is a general service public works committee meeting at 12 p.m. at the library community room. For more information about those two things I talked about above, go to the Coeur d'Alene City website or check out the links in the description below. Post Falls, we got only one thing here. Tuesday, there is a city council meeting from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Post Falls City Hall. For information about that, go check out the Post Falls City website and the link that will be down there for that. On to the news for today. The first story we have here is the Nuclear Laboratory here in Idaho gets $150 million for infrastructure upgrades. This comes from Eastern Idaho News by Reith Riddler. Riddler, yes, that's what it is. Okay. Um, this came out last Tuesday. For those of you who didn't know, here in Idaho, we have one of the largest nuclear testing labs in the country. The lab was the first to make usable electricity from nuclear power. Also, interesting fact I also knew was that um, they were responsible for building some of the first nuclear-powered, like, I don't know what you want to call them, like engines or reactors that went on uh, nuclear-powered submarines. So I thought that was kind of cool. But with that said, the U.S. Department of Energy Tuesday said that the laboratory would be receiving $150 million to help with infrastructure and to boost research and development at the lab. This money comes as part of the Joe Biden Inflation Reduction Act. This includes $375 billion, with a B, to fight climate change. 
The Department of Energy said nuclear energy is a critical component for reaching Biden's 100% clean electricity by 2035 plan. It as it stands currently in the U.S., about 20% of our power comes from nuclear, which is provided by just 92 nuclear power plants. I think this is really cool. Um, I don't know if the laboratory over there has like a field trip thing, but if they do, I actually might be really cool to go see that because it's kind of a really interesting historic part of Idaho that's kind of been forgotten a little bit but is really cool and interesting to go through the history and stuff so you got some time go check out their website um i've driven by it a couple times but i've not actually stopped in there i think it would be cool to kind of uh take a tour if they have that if they don't then they don't but um anywho moving on to the next story there was a pneumonia leak that happened in downtown boise to be precise there was two leaks one was at a residential building in the west of boise and the one was downtown the residential one happened on Tuesday, and the fire department sent five vehicles, and the second one happened earlier Wednesday morning downtown. For the downtown one, one hazmat vehicle, three engines, one truck, and three medical cars were sent, according to the Boise Fire Department. The issue was taken care of and cleaned up. The cause of the pneumonia leak was related to its use in chemical refrigerants. Um, the reason they use it for chemical refrigerants is because it has a really high heat transfer. Um, so they use it in the refrigerants to kind of move stuff out if you know how uh, a refrigerator works in that sense. With that said, they didn't say uh, the reason for the residential one. Um, unless I'm missing something in the article, you can kind of go look over there and correct me if I'm wrong. Things like this happen, but I thought I would still report on it. Also, I forgot, but this article comes from the Idaho Statesman, Statesman by Sean Goodwin. Moving on to the next one here, a little bit more of a fun low-key one. The local fiddle group in Sandpoint is now one of the largest in the state. This comes from the Bonner County Daily Bee, but they did not state who wrote it, so um, credit to whoever's credits due over there. I couldn't see in your article what or who was responsible for making it and all that. This old fiddle group has been restarted. They have been inactive for actually 20 years, but as of May this year, when they reestablished the group, it has quickly grown into one of the largest in the Gem State District. They are based out of Sandpoint and meet on the last Saturday of every month. They have performed for several groups in the area and also for the Sandpoint High School 50th reunion. Um, I looked kind of around briefly and I couldn't see any online of like recordings and stuff. But if you're up there in Sandpoint, it might be really cool to go listen to them or uh, reach out to them to kind of do uh, some performances at events and stuff that you may have. Next story is Idaho's wine industry. This comes from KTVB7 by Shira. I'm not going to pronounce that last name. I'm just going to spell it M-A-T-S-U-Z-A-W-A. -A -A. Um, thank you for writing the story. I knew that we had wine production here in Idaho, but I didn't know that we made this much. It's so big that it's estimated the wine industry here in Idaho adds about 210 million to Idaho's economy. Plus, it's not slowing according to this article. In 2011, there were about 40 wineries here in Idaho, and today there's now about 70 wineries here in Idaho. That's a 75% growth. I thought that was interesting, but one of the things that did jump out in the article is that as of in the past, they were selling about 80% of their product here in Idaho and then 20% out of state. But now as of today, it's flipped where about 60% of the product that wineries sell is out of state and only 40% in state. So I thought it was a little interesting thing. I know I have a couple friends out there in the Greenleaf kind of wilder area. I don't know if that's the major area for wine production, but there are a lot of vineyards I've seen around there and it's kind of cool. It's really cool to drive through in like the fall and summer and then early, uh, late spring. Cause it, I don't know how to describe it. Like 
when I've list, watched like old films or be it just movies in general that are kind of set in Italy or something, it kind of reminds me and gives me a little bit of that feel when you're driving out there. So if you've got some spare time, it's a really cool road trip to go drive around there and stop by some of the local towns and get some food and stuff and just drive around and see some of it. Plus stopping by Lizard Butte is really cool. The next one here is Brundage Mountain Ski Resort was nominated up in the top best ski resorts in the US by USA Today. This comes from Idaho 6 News by Kelsey Rose. Brundage made fourth place in the list of the top 10 ski resorts in the US. The way that the results were decided was based on a panel of judges and a publicly available vote. I didn't know this, but Brundage was also, or I didn't know this, but Brundage also earned second place in 2020 and seventh place in 2021. As for the others ahead of us, Mount Bohemia came in third, Sunshine Valley Resort in Alberta came in second, and Winter Park Resort in Colorado came in first. Keeping with the whole skiing type of theme, Bogus uh, has an announcement here of some improvements, like we talked about last week with Tamarack, that want to be left out, so I guess Bogus, it's their turn, they felt like they needed to kind of up it a, a bit. Bogus is aiming to open up about November 24th, and this year marks its 80th season. But as for the improvements they have done, there are some improvements to the slopes. They have added two more trails on the front side of the mountain. They have also improved some of the beginner runs. And to top it all off, the slope improvements, night skiing has expanded with some more lighting for different passes. They have made some more infrastructure improvements as well. They have paved a great deal of the existing parking spots and put in 50 new paved parking spots. More chairs have been added to increase the total capacity of seating by 30%. They have also added some snow machines. Plus, the snowmaking system has gone from 150 gallons per minute to 300 gallons per minute. Also, there are some new snowshoe trails and some of the old ones have been extended. Plus, some new radio frequency identification tech and or RFD tech for seasonal passes and tickets for the lifts and things. So some pretty cool stuff. I I swear at this point with the amount of uh, articles kind of coming through with snow related or skiing type of things, maybe I should drop by. I myself have not actually gone skiing, so it would be interesting to go try out. Also, I forgot, I'm forgetting it often today. The article that I just talked about came from the Boise Dev by Gretchen Parsons. Next one up is food. The Boise Pizza Cafe closes. This comes from KTVB7 by Andrew Bartinelli. Uh, sad to hear, another place is closing up, but they have been around less time than the Blueprint store we talked about last week, but they've been around for about seven and a half years. One might ask why they're closing the door. Well, it comes down to employees, sadly. In their words, over the last two years, current staff slowly have moved on from careers and other things which is what we expected, but we expected to replace those employees, but they have not been able to find replacements for a bit. The store has primarily been staffed by family and it has gotten so bad that earlier this month they couldn't stay open for lunch. So they decided to call it quits because they couldn't see any help on the horizon. They closed their doors this Saturday at 9.30 p.m. or last Saturday. Save the funny one for last year, we have a fast food hot dog chain opening up here in the Treasure Valley. This comes by the Boise Dev by Autumn Robertsons. Don't quite know why this exists, but this new chain is planned to open its first store in Idaho in Meridian. The name of the chain is Wiener Schnitzels. 
is known for its heart dogs, but they also serve burgers, sandwiches, like most chains, kind of like Dairy Queen has their whole thing about like ice cream, but they also serve burgers and stuff. The chain is larger than I thought with 300 locations across multiple states. This will be the first one here in Idaho. The proposed project will go before the Meridian Planning and Zoning Commission in December. I know for myself, I've never seen one of these and I've traveled around a little bit, but I will have to try it out when it comes if it gets approved and all that, I assume hopefully if the papers get approved in December that it should roll through and they have it built and done by the spring and summer of 2023. But I'm just guessing at that point. I'm not sure what the whole uh, plan is there with everything. But it will be cool. I, I intend to go check it out. It's always interesting to try some of the new chains that have come into the valley. That said, that concludes the news for today. If I missed something, got something wrong, or you have some advice for the show, then send me an email at localyokelidaho2022 at gmail.com. For right now, this show is just a one-man show, and I can't afford to go over everything, but thank you for your support and help. I hope I can cover as many things as possible. That's all for now, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Godspeed. <laughs>